there's um it's the time of year you know as we're recording this it's that time of year where you order a lot of stuff online mm-hmm. um you know december and so not to get too far into the technicalities of this but a long time ago gmail decided that if you have an email address that's like first name dot last name you will also have the email address first name last name no dot and like a couple other variations and this is nice except for the fact that there was another person with the same first and last name as me i remember this whose email is yeah is the same as mine except mine has a dot between my first and last name and hers doesn't and so i get her emails a lot Mm. like a lot that's so wild and i've i've built a profile of her and i think of her as the the cooler Catherine. <laughs> How could this be? No, well, because she's a ballerina mm. um, who studied in New York. Mm. She lives in Michigan. She well, Michigan, the coolest place in the world. Well, I, you know how I know she she lives in Michigan is that I get all of her doctor's office notifications. Oh no, oh, Jesus. I hope she's okay. So I'm just sort of I wanted to put this in the podcast just as like a, a call out to the other Catherine, the cooler Catherine. The ballerina in Michigan, uh, who went to school in New York, uh, and also a a ballet sort of some sort of like ballet summer camp in Florida, I think. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, I just if she if she hears this and she's wondering why she never got her confirmation from Coffee Mate <laughs> order. I got I and I know what you bought somebody for Christmas. It was a lot of rose gold colored coffee accessories. <laughs> so, um, Catherine, do you know how to DM? Because we just you know a case in case our Catherine ever gets sick. <laughs> in case we just need a replacement for in there case she ever reason. gets too much of an attitude with us. There is another Catherine. My last name. There's actually several. I've tried to. I really? have tried to cyberstalk her before, but there are too many people who have the same combination of first name. God, and last I name wish that me. was me. You want more? Noelle? Yes, because my students cyberstalk me regularly, oh, <laughs> yeah. and they're like, "Mr. Well, we found your little idiot like band FM account from when you were 17 years old," and I'm like, "Thank you so much, guys." <laughs> That's really scary. It's just a matter of time before they fucking find this podcast. That's what I was you know say. That, How have right? they not found the podcast? They're, it's um, literally because just a I of time. I use a different last name for this. Yeah, I know, but like it's but a matter of it's time. Still, like you'd think, like it wouldn't be mm, that hard. You, know you have no idea. That's not that's this, that curse. This 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 line, this this line of conversation is making me want to quit the podcast <laughs> and delete every single episode of it. So I would be careful what you say from now on. We're <laughs> <laughs> having fun. <laughs> So, Juicy. so the, the the order of things we want, things we want other Catherine to find this podcast. Yes. So she gets yes. this message and knows mm-hmm. that I keep getting her emails. Yes. Uh, other to- Catherine, please tune in. Yeah. But uh, if you're one of Noelle's students and you found get this. No, you out. didn't. No, you get didn't. Out. You didn't find it. No, you, you did will not. You'll say nothing. You'll say nothing and you'll just, you know what? You're going to pr- you're going to ha- you're going to keep a little smile in the corner of your mouth. That's exactly. a secret that's that a secret. no one will ever know. Yep. Even me. Yeah. And don't, even you. <laughs> don't forget forget what you know. Are they the same students who worked at the school with the the Jessies? Yes. They're going to know all about it, dude. Yeah. They're going to know I'm sure, all I'm sure about it. have already told all of them. So uh, that's you guys, I just like, my only wishes for my life is that I had a common name and that people were less interested in me. Do you want to hear something fun? 
So I've been yeah. thinking about changing my 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 full name, my first and last oh. name. Um, and my mother's maiden name is Fox, which is a yes. really cool. Oh, yeah, absolutely, it's a really cool last name. Mm-hmm. Um, no shade, Dad, if you're listening. No shade, I love your last name, but like <laughs> Fox is really cool. Yeah, it's like way better. Um, yeah, you should have taken her last name. <laughs> Dad, you should have <laughs> yeah. if you're listening. Um, but. If I change my name, it will be Juniper Fox. Which is a furry name. Which is, first of all, a furry name. Second of all, literally the name of an Instagram famous fox. An a- the animal. An actual animal. An animal. <laughs> yes. Well. The the fox's name is Juniper. I think, Juniper I, fox think if you, I think if you change your last name to Fox, you're just going to have to be like, you're you're contractually obligated to become a furry. What if you yeah, change? I already am a furry. So Whatever. what's your persona? What? What's your persona? I used to have a persona named Neshi. <laughs> Sorry. No, you should laugh. And, <laughs> and she was a blue sparkle dog, and she had like a big, like harsh cut, like afro on her little head. Oh, cool! Yeah. Nice. I but have- I've never been an anthropomorphic furry. I-, I don't have anything against them. It's just never appealed to me. Personally. Wait, then what? What's different? From- That's what a furry is. Oh, you mean you don't draw anthropomorphic dog? Like you don't draw yeah. anthropomorphic animal people you draw like sparkle dogs so basically you're a neopets kin yeah sparkle dogs and like cat boys is like my brand of furryism which is really like the most garbage brand i mean i (laughs) just want to bring up something i should be the most ashamed what well i just have a fun idea for you um since juniper fox is taken what if you changed your name to juniper the fox that's (laughs) you know like like sonic I'm not sure this is anything. Sonic, um, hey, this is um, this come is, on, no, Sonic, this is Sonic. No, no, no. Hi, uh, it's me, producer Noel. I'm not sure that this is anything. You producer, um, I mean, Hannah. Just, I thought Rudy was our producer. Hannah, um, I, I got, I just got a call from the higher ups at, up at cor- corporate, and um, they said that this is nothing. Okay, it's definitely something. So fuck off. It was, I mean, I wanted to say it earlier, but I was waiting Listen, for a break in the conversation. Hannah has a lot of talent. Very funny. Most you were, of them you, just you were saving that around. one. Okay, listen. You if, had that one. You had that one I, in the chamber for a while. If did you? I had been able to say it earlier, <laughs> I think it would have been funny, Hannah. And I just wasn't ready to let go of it, Hannah. It's okay. You're really good at measuring the distance of things. <laughs> yeah, you're and right. I can estimate the distance and between things really well. You're so to be like, good at everything. Yeah. Well, I mean, I. We should call you Hannah the Measurer. You know. <laughs> Like Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay. And also, anyway. also, bad name, Hannah the Ruler. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Something, oh, Cat, something like that. Uh, yeah, 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 we, we had, had it. it. We had it. We had it. I just want to bring up. Five me, bitch. Like, Sorry. I just want to bring up if, that if you think it's nothing, why don't you just edit it out of the podcast? <laughs> Hello. Yeah, well, maybe I will. Hannah. I've been known to do that once or twice. So, uh, <laughs> only once or twice. No more than that. So, uh, we, this is, um, list, dear listeners, uh, this is exactly what listening to any conversation with us is like. Okay, and, oh, and scene. Okay. Th- this is this was all for you, other Catherine. Hey, uh, let's play some D&D. Wait, let's just do let's do one where we just introduce ourselves and it's very normal. Sure. Okay. Everyone act natural. <laughs> Everyone be normal. Everybody be fucking normal. Okay. 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 Uh, hi, my name is Kat and I am your DM. 
Hello, my name is Noelle, and I play Fran and Fire Wizard. Wow, that was so normal. <laughs> How the fuck normal. are you? I'm a normal. I play Hi. normal. Hi, I'm Juniper, and I play Corbin, <laughs> who's a dru- druid and a human. I haven't specified this in so long. I know. Do you think anybody even remembers? I know, right? Uh, and he's level 10. A druid. Are we human, or are we Corbin? Or are we, yeah. You die a druid. You live you long live enough, long to, enough see to become a dancer. <laughs> Hi, I'm normally being Hannah <laughs> today, and I place like a level ten half orc fighter. That was a very normal one. That we loved it. Requires no context. It was all normal. Um, but I feel it's going to be really jarring for them. No. Yeah, they're going to be like, wow, it's like, who are these they're normal like, people the talking? Everything they said sounded so normal. I know, they'll be like, oh, oh, fuck, shit. Um, what podcast is this? Hey, so um, so last time, you went back up into the Tide to Karen. Uh, you stopped by the break room. You took a short rest. Yeah, we did take a rest after we heard screams yeah. of pain. Oh, yeah. We needed a little break. We yeah, did. that's right. You you heard screaming of uh, Swan Rocks and screaming in pain We somewhere. didn't know it was him. And you went... Yeah, time for a break. So we oh went to the God. break room like, and we took some snacks. Uh, I had yeah. a strong suspicion that it was Swan Rocks. God damn it, guys. I didn't. Yeah, I I didn't either. I I feel bad. Well, I don't feel bad. Let the record show that I feel bad. You enjoyed some snacks, though. <laughs> uh, and after afterwards, when you got done with your snacking, you uh, you slithered back out into the Titacaran just in time to see the councilman, Councilman Tarn, as he chomps down on a finger. As he was coming up from the a, a prison underneath the anti magic tree thing, and it was you know, uh, it was fine and normal and good. Everybody was good and fine and normal about it. And then you went and uh, rescued Swan Roxon, and it was not horrible or traumatic for anybody involved. It was really awful. Yeah, it was. Catherine, really, please. It was really bad. Um, so then uh, you tried to stealthily escape, and that didn't go so well. So Fran summoned a demon, and mm. then you less stealthily escaped. Yes. Um, as the demon, Ain't that just the way it always goes. <laughs> Ain't that just the way? Uh, and then you went back to Selny and Mary. Uh, Selny freaked out a little bit, and that's where you are now. So, um, I do want to introduce a new mechanic before we get started. Um, so, uh, you guys are currently after after your uh, actions in the Tide Cairn, You are under suspicion. Um, there is a there's a mechanic that I'm going to be tracking called suspicion. Anytime oh. you do something that is overtly magical or suspicious, mm-hmm. um, you will gain a point of suspicion. That includes like if you fail uh, certain checks um, for stealth or you know, anything like that. I am not going to uh, update you on when I am tracking suspicion beyond this first first update, so you guys know where you're sitting. Oh. You are at ten out of twenty suspicion. Uh, do, so do we know? What are the consequences? Like, wh- when will consequences? If you hit 20 suspicion, yes. um, you will be caught. By- and you will die immediately. Well, yeah. we'll get into that more. Okay. Um, <laughs> Can we do anything to get negative suspicion yes you uh if you would like to lower your suspicion you can do things such as changing your disguises um you can do things like acting inconspicuous um if you do like performance checks and stuff blending in with crowds blending in with crowds performing on benches next to other people (laughs) yeah yeah i mean just like you know blending in actively blending in we're good at that it's gonna be difficult and we gain is it one point of Suspicion every time we do something. Er, I, 
there will be some amount of my own discretion. Um, if you do something like, you know, throw an ice spear into the middle of 35W, um, you may gain more than one point of suspicion. I don't know what you mean. But you'll tell us how much suspicion we gain or? No. no. Okay. Will, you, okay. I will okay. not tell you from here on. I'm we just have you, to use our best judgment. It's a fun guessing game. Yes. I love it. So just keep that in mind. You are starting with 10 of 20 suspicion. Got it. Okay. So uh, let's get started. Selny, she uh, she paces back to you guys after she had paced away to have a little freak out. And so she paces back over to you guys and she takes a deep breath and she says, okay. All right. We need to lay low. So shut your mouths and follow me. And uh, she leads you guys through the uh, some, some more back alleys, staying out of the streets. And can you guys just make me a real quick stealth roll? I think we have yes. Pass Without Trace Yeah, we still, still have yes. Pass Without Trace. 14. Uh, I got, like, 26. Okay. And I got 21. Okay. All right. Everybody is passed. Uh, phew. Phew. So you guys are able to dart quickly between the alleyways and the streets, uh, staying out of sight and laying low as you observe the pandemonium of your actions spilling out as blue-robed members of the Titacairn are running through the streets, grabbing people, grabbing guards, running back towards the Titacairn. Clearly, you have caused quite a bit of uproar. Selny eventually gets you into a very narrow back alley and pushes you up a probably like six inch wide staircase that has been carved into the side of the rock. Uh, It is exposed and heads upwards into the ceiling, but it is bare. It is it is barely visible even as you are grabbing it. So will you please all make me uh, either athletics or acrobatics? Okay. I got 14. You got a 14? Okay. I also got a 14. Okay. I got 20, but not natural. All right. All right. So um, Corbin and Mary go first, uh, very, very carefully edging along this very narrow stairs. And then Selny goes behind them and keep, she, she keeps her eyes down looking at, at Fran and uh, Slake. And you guys are a little bit less steady on this on this narrow ledge. I'm going to say, Fran, you're in the middle and Slake is at the at the back. And Fran, as your your foot slips out from under you yeah. and Slake, you 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 are at the back uh, carrying the unconscious Swan Roxen slung sort of fireman carry over your shoulders. So so when Fran starts to slip, uh, you have to negotiate both catching her and keeping Swan Roxen up. And and uh, the three of you sort of tip over really dramatically and then lean all the way back oh, uh, to retain your balance. Um, and a few little pebbles patter down from the ceiling and into the streets below you. We're fine. And Selny gives you a hard look, but nods, and uh, you continue the rest of the way up the staircase. I give Selny a hard look back. (laughs) (laughs) When you reach the top of the staircase, you enter a cramped crawl space chiseled out just high enough to crawl through. It is hot, and you can hear the gurgling of water and steam pipes above your head. You crawl along on your hands and knees for probably five, ten minutes before Selny finally opens a hatch in the wall, and you all spill out into what looks like a pantry. But half of it is filled with tools. Wrenches, pliers, spools of wire, and chunks of scrap metal are all meticulously organized into bins and racks right next to stores of potatoes, carrots, and cured meats. Uh, You tumble out behind one of these racks, and Selny puts a finger to her lips, indicating for you to be silent. 
We're silent. You're silent? Yeah. You're silent? Yeah. Our response is silent. We're yeah. silent. <laughs> All right. So Lee nods, and then she, she gets up to her feet and eases the door of the pantry open. And she calls out very softly, Yashimi. And then she closes the door behind her and leaves you guys in the pantry. Okay. Do we, do we still stay silent? I mean, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I start feeling around for stuff. Ouch! Ew! <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, I don't know about you guys, but do you ever feel like, you know, when someone needs a god killed or like a war fought, it's like we're heroes. But then when you want to make a decision, it's like your children. And I don't know about you, but like I've seen some shit. I don't really feel like a child at this point. You know? I don't know what I feel like anymore. <laughs> Ew, I felt something else. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, when you think about the adults that we've encountered, are they really doing anything? Any better job than 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 us as quote unquote children? Isn't Corbin 18 now? Yeah. I'm literally an adult. Legally. Yeah, you're right, Corbin. To the United States of America. I can smoke. Is that why you sound like that? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. By that logic, Corbin's been smoking since he was like 15. Yeah, they don't make him like the crow blunts. (laughs) Roll up a leaf in the woods, light it on fire, you know? Uh, Mary Cass. Literally smoking. (laughs) Just smoke. Just smoking nothing fire. but smoke. <laughs> Literally just inhaling campfire smoke since birth. Stupid. Mary, Mary uh, casts the light so she has enough illumination for you guys to see her hands. And she signs, you guys are really bad at being silent. I'm sorry, Mary. You're right, Mary. Yeah, I'm sorry, Mary. And she signs, it's so easy, you guys. I've done it my whole life. <laughs> it's hard to be silent because this is an audio medium. <laughs> it's really difficult. <laughs> Mary, do you feel like a child? Uh, Mary hesitates and then signs, I've never had the luxury of being a child. Yeah, fucking say that again. <laughs> Mary signs, literally I can't because I am the only one here being silent. <laughs> Sorry, Mary. You're right, Mary. <laughs> and, uh, as, as you're, you're apologizing, the door opens of the pantry and a woman blinks at you in surprise. And she uh, has long brown hair with streaks of white. And her look of surprise transforms very quickly into a warm smile. She says, ah, you must have come with Selmy. I was about to serve up some stew. Suppose go ahead and wash up and I'll get some extra bowls. And she opens the door wider to let you out of the pantry. Uh, and you can... You can lay your friend out on the sofa. Uh, I would like that. Thank do, you. Do we still have to be silent? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you guys spill out of the pantry and into a cozy nook of a kitchen, which looks like the center of a battle between forge and fire and hearth and home. A pot of soup bubbles away on one burner of the stove, while next to it there is a pot of something purple and unidentifiable. The counters are covered in a baffling array of cutting boards, metal ingots, kitchen shears, and bolt cutters. 
half-finished projects lay across the wooden table, some of which look very similar to things you picked up from Daniel. You recognize another version of the gauntlets that Corbin now wears, and the head of an axe that looks very similar to Slake's. Corbin goes for that purple purple pot, and he says, Is this the soup? And the woman uh, gets puts herself bodily in between, and she goes, Ah, no, no, that would be... Uh, I'll be honest, I don't quite know what that is. That is my wife's project. I will... You... Why don't... Uh, the, the washroom is just that way. I'm forgetting my manners. <laughs> I'm sorry, you surprised me. Uh, my name is Elizabeth, and you are? Ah, uh, Corbin. And hungry for that purple soup. <laughs> Stay away from that, Corbin. I'm Fran. Uh, I'm Slake. Uh, nice to meet you. This is Mary. Mary waves. And Elizabeth nods and goes, I see, I see. And, uh, well, I suppose we can we can discuss questions in a little bit. I don't know what questions you'd have. I think it's pretty clear from where we were. And <laughs> so everything seems pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, everything's pretty uh, out there. Yep. Which way did you say the washroom was? So the, the door that she gestures you through actually leads into a living room um, where you see Selny sitting at a table with another dwarven woman. This woman has astonishingly red hair and a full beard decorated with braids tied into gold bands. A pair of amber-tinted goggles rest on her head, and uh, she's resting her mechanical left arm on the table. The metal fingers tap against the wood, and she offers you a tight smile as you enter the room. And this character was created by the winner of our 100th episode contest. She sounds cool. Nice. Um, I I wave awkwardly and say, we were silent, but it didn't work. (sighs) Selny sighs and goes, yeah. I suppose I should have expected that. And uh, the woman waves a, her mechanical hand at you and says, Ah, you must be Selny's new partners. I'm Yoshimi Forged Fist. And I suppose you met my wife, Elizabeth. And I suppose she told you to wash up for dinner. Uh, the washroom's just through there. And she indicates to another door. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, we'll just go do that Fran it immediately barges in there and she's like trying to take like a full body shower <laughs> replace well, your hair she's she's trying to like she hasn't she hasn't had any like baths no, no, no soap water. you just do that in all your clothes yeah. oh yeah oh absolutely absolutely and Mary just washes her hands and you know as you have been crawling through tunnels and such yeah Slate Very probably has some blood on them yeah yeah from yeah. carrying around Swan Rocks and all right so uh you guys wash off and and go back into the living room the living room is a continuing mix of that confusing battle between home and industry there's a large soft knitted blanket draped over the the sofa where you've laid Swan out and on the arm of the sofa, there is a mechanical cat. And the large wooden table where Selny and Yoshimi sit is covered with more unidentifiable scraps of forge and artifice, except for the spots where Elizabeth has placed three wooden bowls. And as you are entering, you watch Elizabeth come back in and tr- start to try and clear things off the table to set down another four bowls. And as Elizabeth is grabbing things, Yoshimi grabs them right back and sets them just where they were in a in a loving dance that the two have clearly practiced many times until Elizabeth finally throws up her hands and goes back to the kitchen. Uh, we don't want to interrupt your your setup here. And uh, Yoshimi waves a hand and says, oh, it's it's fine. Have a seat. 
Did you make your cat? Oh, yes. Well, Whiskers is less than functional right now, but I'm working on the finer details and I think I'm going to get him right just soon. But he does look very handsome there on the sofa, doesn't he? Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you. Selny's not so impressed. And Selny shrugs and says, it doesn't actually have any use. Art doesn't need to have a use. Thank you. Yoshimi shakes her head and says, so, you're the new Justice Squad, huh? You know, we've heard that before. Yeah. Um, we kind of have our own name already. Yeah, is that do. a thing? <laughs> it was never called a Justice Squad, Selmy says. Apparently it was. <laughs> Once again, what happened to them? Where, where, who, whomst were they? Oh, Selny hasn't told you? Selny doesn't tell us much. No. He really doesn't. And Elizabeth comes back in with, with filled bowls, which she, she wedges into the spots uh, at the table around the, the various artifice. She says, yes, that sounds like Selny, doesn't it? <laughs> and Selny sort of shakes her head and goes, I didn't, I didn't come here to be, Roasted. <laughs> and uh, Elizabeth says, Well, then you shouldn't come to old friends. Hit her. It's like smiles. I'm sorry to impose on the two of you, Selny says. We just uh, didn't have a lot of options. And uh, Yoshimi glances at her wife, who, who comes by and, and squeezes her shoulder and then bustles back out to the kitchen. And uh, Yoshimi says, we have been hearing a lot of hubbub coming up from the industrial tier. I had wondered what that was about. And she looks at, at the four of you and says, well, eat up, I guess. I, you'll have to tell me all about it. Thanks. <laughs> and uh, Selny shakes her head and says, we really shouldn't. I don't want to get you guys involved any, any more than, than I already have. And uh, Yoshimi waves her hand and, and uh, a, a spoon comes out of one of her mechanical fingers. Yes. Like her, nice. And uh, she she starts to eat her soup and says, all right, so you got names? <laughs> we introduce ourselves again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, Fran kind of like pushes her food away. She's not really hungry. Um, really? Why? <laughs> you know, <laughs> there's one or two reasons. And she is like, seriously, who are you people? Why are we here? Are you guys the Justice Squad? Sell me. Shakes her head and uh, Yoshimi shrugs and says, Selny and I are old friends. And uh, I, the little access tunnel that you uh, took up here has been a, uh, it's been there for a while. And anytime Selny needs a safe place to stay, she'll uh, come knocking on our, well, our bottom door, I guess. Not really our back door. Interesting. Zombie bottom door. <laughs> <laughs> What does that mean? <laughs> what does that mean? I don't understand. Well, thank you for having us, I guess. Of course. Any friend of Selny's is a friend of ours. Wait, that doesn't actually answer any of the questions. Are we, we going to die horribly as members of the Justice Squad? Uh, Selny gets up and leaves. Ooh. She walks out. Well, that, that, that's that's a yes. That's an answer. <laughs> a big yes. <laughs> and Yoshimi, she sets her... Her hand spoon down very gently and says, so she's really hasn't told you anything, huh? Could you tell us? I mean, I don't know all of it, but I can tell you what I do know. How 
how old are you? Do you remember? If, gosh, that must have been 20 years ago. I was 15. So, gosh, Selny must have been, that must have been before she crossed 100. Huh? <laughs> what did she cross? Uh, 100. 100 uh, ducks on the road? Years alive. <sighs> what? And she looks at you guys and goes, are you? Not from around here, huh? Wait, how long do dwarves live? <laughs> and she looks at you, disguised as a dwarf. <laughs> and, I mean... Uh, 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 I mean, we were adopted. <laughs> and Yoshimi... By orcs. Okay. You know how... I'm... 135, so I say I'm 35, because we don't count the first 100 years. Uh, of course! <laughs> yeah, that's common dwarf knowledge that we all know. We, we phrase it differently where we're from. We say uh, 13 instead of 130. We don't count the last number of the 100. It's backwards. It's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Math, am I right? And uh, Mary starts signing laughter. <laughs> She's just shaking her hands back and forth. And uh, <laughs> you know, she nods very slowly and goes, okay, okay. She says, we were all a lot younger then, suffice to say. And Selny wanted, she wants, she wanted to make things better. So, you know, like any young person does, she came up with a plot to overthrow the king. Good for her. Yeah, that makes sense. We all wanted to open dwarven society up to the surface more. I mean, not completely. Surfacers and their gods and all of that silliness. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Those gods would never infiltrate dwarven society, for sure. <laughs> I just think it's silly. I mean, us dwarves, we've proven you're able to create any marvel you put your mind to without the magic of the gods. I mean, what are they more than just avatars of what we can already do? I mean, some of them are really cool and nice. Yeah, some of them are really, really nice and cool. Not yeah, that like we you, know you, nev you never know. Like, they could, like, have, like, they a good be, sense of humor. Yeah, or, like, you know. Be really thoughtful. Yeah. And uh, she gives you another another look. People are just people. People are just people. Hey, that was just a funny <laughs> joke. <laughs> <laughs> we're just, we're, we're kind of, it's kind of like an in-joke that we from have. A, a jokester clan of dwarves. <laughs> yep. The jokesters. That's what they, they, we, they fell into these big vats that are down <laughs> <laughs> I'm the star up in the sky. I'm not now just to keep Hey, I made it. Now I can just rock. I'm the world's greatest. So after that, she says, Anyway, as I was saying, the goal was to at least be able to allow people to leave and come back through the gates as it was before, which clearly you don't. Remember, we're young. We're adopted. We're adopted and we're young. <laughs> Just some young adoptees. <laughs> right. Well, we couldn't come back if we chose to leave. And Selmy had, well, she'd made her name smuggling people back in. People who regretted going back up to the surface. She learned a lot doing that and saw a lot of pain and a 
lot of people with a lot of regrets. And squatted a lot of justice. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> yeah. Her and the five of them. What happened to them? Well, they got caught. By the king? Yes. The current king? Yes. They live a long time, Slake. Uh, just, I mean, the implications. Yeah. Well, should we kill the king? Uh, did he kill them? Three of them were executed publicly. Publicly? After that, the rest of us, we, we went to ground as much as we could, but... You said us. I, you know, I helped them. You I built weapons the for Justice them. Justice League. I'm sorry, the Justice Squad. Get it right, Corbin. I'm sorry, it's a fucking I was, I was, I was just a kid at the time, and I wanted to make things that were useful for people. That's how Selny and I met. Uh, so, after that day, uh, Selny, I don't know how she did it, but she, she bargained with the king and made sure the rest of us were safe by becoming his wife. That was how it ended. Jeez. Shit, so now we gotta kill the king and deal with the other stuff we were dealing with? I think it makes it simpler. Actually, yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's nice, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes things just work out. Sometimes things just work out that way. And Yoshimi looks at you as you're you're saying this and says, I'm not Selmy's husband's biggest fan, but I'm going to have to like raise just a slight objection to you talking about... uh, uh, Regicide here. That was a my, wacky joke. Yeah, remember we're from the jokes. It's an in joke. Right? Like jokesters. We're from the jokesters clan. I mean, and we would never kill. I mean, we've never committed. Re- have we committed regicide before? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Mary, Mary taps her knee, Corbin, and then signs. I don't think so. <laughs> even, even, either, but I wasn't sure. Even in the context of our wacky joke, I mean, we might just, you know, say imprison the king or like, uh, right. you know, depose him. Yeah, depose him in like a silly way. Right. Like for funsies, but then also permanently. But, but not for real, though. It just is a joke. But like permanently, but as a joke. As a joke, though. <laughs> and uh, at this point, Selmy comes back in and she sits down at the table and says, so you've redone your bathroom. It looks really nice. I look at Selmy with like just big watery eyes. Oh, no. <laughs> and uh, she she reaches for like uh, Elizabeth. Elizabeth comes back in with a... Uh, big loaf of warm bread and Selmy immediately like reaches for it and tears it and you see like steam coming out of the bread and Selmy like just does not react <laughs> and she like tears off a hunk of bread and she goes yeah the tile I got you looks really nice in there those Madrians they may have some funny ideas about who they worship but they do know how to make great tile and she like rips off the hunk of bread and sets it in the center of the table I like the colors you chose too Selmy uh, yes, Slake, I bet you really liked those tiles. I oh. promise not to die. How do you feel about regicide? Uh, but as a joke. I just wanted to say I'm sorry if we d- d- didn't consider your I- experiences. I like what you've done with the ceiling, too. I feel like uh, if you if I uh, next time I'm up there, I can uh, I can maybe get you some drop tiles that will uh, help with the noise from your upstairs neighbors. Selny, you're so strong, I say, and my eyes are still all big and watery. <laughs> strong Selny always and a forever. <laughs> also, regicide, question mark? Nobody's really answering Come on, baby, you know, give, sorry, it, give it a minute. Tone it, tone it down. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Selny chews on her very hot bread, and she swallows and says, All right, Yoshimi, Elizabeth, 
he's four, five, and she points over to Swan on the couch. Keep him out of sight for me. And she gets back up. And she says, stay out of sight. And she, as she looks at each of you in the eye, individually. Tell me, where are you going? Out. Because, uh, you know, I mean, we we can help you and, and stuff, and you, you don't got to do everything alone. Just let me go find out what's going on before before we decide what to do next. Okay. And uh, she, she gets up and heads towards the door when there is a knock at the door. <gasps> Hello, my pretties, and welcome to the mid-roll. It's me, Noelle, your host, friend, and woman who lives inside your closet up in the top part where you usually keep your stuff that you don't quite want to give away and like your pictures that your mom gives you um (laughs) that is my home and i will defend it with my life um anyway so this is dames and dragons and this is the mid-roll and it's time for me to thank some beautiful people who have um, done a service for me. And that service is they subscribe to my Patreon that I share with my friends who also live in this closet with me. (laughs) So thank you so much to Connor, Yelena, Kawaii Caitlin, Everlasting Ray. I went away from the page. No! (laughs) Oh, I'm back. Caleb... Wait, did I say Caleb already? <laughs> I didn't say Caleb. Caleb, Sangaluna, Rory the Badger, and Andrew. Thank you so much. Um, you guys are the people who keep me in um closet and home. <laughs> I also want to thank some beautiful reviewers on Apple Podcasts. So thank you so much to Crow Clan Five Ever, Sid the Dude XD. And Blue Sky Queer Nerd, who said, amazing podcast, six out of five stars. Thank you very much. It did touch my heart, so thank you. And just to um, not transition well at all and to go back to previously what I was previously talking about before with the Patreon, <laughs> um, great things are happening over on Patreon. We got We got tons of extras going up. We got... A video content tier for for five dollars that like I finally went back and like edited all the live streams so that they don't have a loading screen at the front of them anymore and like they have like thumbnails that make sense and stuff. So if you are craving that sweet sweet video content of us dames and dragons, it is only available on Patreon and. Never mind about Patreon. We're done with that now. <laughs> I think there's a gas leak in this closet. <laughs> Something's happening. Something's happening. Um, so now I would love to read a beautiful message that was purchased on our store, damesanddragons.store. This message is from Laura, and it's for Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Laura is wishing you a happy, presumable, very belated Valentine's Day. Thanks for sticking with her so far in this dumb little universe of ours. And thanks for introducing her to this lovely podcast, which keeps her sane in a way only four goofballs with a lovely podcast. Would I, 
She did not say that it was a lovely podcast. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> and keeps her sane in a way that only four goofballs with a podcast could. Anyways, Laura knows you listen to the ad rolls because you're sweet like that. That is pretty sweet. So luckily, Laura won't even have to tell you about this. You're absolutely the best. And Laura is so lucky to be your partner and friend. <laughs> Um, silly noises were re- requested, so I hope you enjoyed that, Kevin. Uh, that that's from Laura. So yes, if you too would like to send a message to your beloved one, you can head on over to damesanddragons.store and purchase your very own. <laughs> And now a lovely message from Geekspective. Welcome back to Beholder to One Shot, where I'm joined by guests in the TTRPG community and we play usually non-D&D one-shots. It's a conglomeration of many Furbies. Oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck, oh fuck. Fifteen. Dang it. (laughs) (laughs) We're two baby adventurers. (laughs) We're level four. Is that the right direction? Shh. Oh, wait, we're speaking telepathically. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Search your feelings. You know it to be true that one of you has a really annoying voice. No! <laughs> Each of you roll a toy and explain why I shouldn't be the one to stomp you if you, like, get an extra toy for that. I got a six. There's a good oh, reason. A five. That's also pretty good. Got a four. Slightly it's good. okay. I made it to another town, but... It's not stopping. Is it me? Am I causing this? Am I the reason? And they go into ramblings of a person who thinks that they are the one that is causing this chaos. Check us out wherever podcasts can be found every other Thursday on Beholder to No One. And last of all, a message to Chantel. Chantel, the code word is... Wolf down words, and the sleeper agent is now active. I dive for the pantry. Yeah, Corbin also (laughs) runs into the pantry. I see that that's what we're doing, and I decide that I must join. (laughs) Uh, Mary takes a minute to grab the big knitted blanket on the couch and throw it over Swan. (laughs) Mary's so smart. Mary's such a genius. And uh, Selmy then like grabs Mary and like shoves her back towards the pantry as like all all of you just. Head straight to pantry. We're, where we we're pantry boys now. We're pantry boys. Now you live in the pantry. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, can you guys make me a stealth roll? We still have pass without trace. I thought it lasted like an hour. Oh no, you're right. It's only for an hour. Okay, yeah. So then you guys do not have pass without trace on you anymore. Oh, all right. Okay. Well, well then, uh, fourteen. Okay. I got a nat twenty. All right. Nice. Oh. Nice. Cool. I got a four. <laughs> okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, you guys make a lot of noise on your way back to the pantry. Well, uh, uh, excuse me, Fran, Fran makes, a lot, uh, makes a lot of noise. I would say, actually, Fran and Mary both make a lot of noise on their way back to the pantry. It's not my fault. Maybe you should have a recast or spell. I'm sorry. I don't know how the passage of time works. <laughs> that's fair. In this Who podcast, does? that's yeah. fair. But anyway, so you uh, you hear the sounds of discussion uh, for about a minute, and then the door closes. And uh, Elizabeth comes to the pantry and opens up it and says, all right, you can come out now, my little potatoes. <laughs> she uh, she ush- ushers you all out of the pantry. 
And uh, Yoshimi has come back to the table and she spreads out four wanted posters. Do we look cool? Yeah, how do we look? How do, do we look? We how do we look, look cool? <laughs> Can we make these into shirts? Um, you it is your your dwarven forms. Yes. You know, not your not your real faces, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but your dwarven faces stare back at you from these wanted posters. Looking cool? Roll me a performance check. Just somebody. Oh, I don't, okay. Anybody. Oh, not me. Just one person. I have one. All right, Corbin. The performer oh, among the us. Perform- I'm the, the performer. performer. Eight. With an eight? They look just like you. Yeah. They are they are exact. They are 100% accurate. Yeah. Uh, what is that supposed to you mean? What the fuck Cat. does that mean? Cat. What does that mean, Cat? <laughs> that means you do not look any cooler than you normally look. They, they so got we look really cool. We look really awesome. We look really cool and hot. Uh, I think these disguises have have seen their seen their time. <laughs> yeah, it's probably a yeah. good plan. We probably should change it up. Yeah, Fran. Well, can we uh, stay here for eight hours, approximately? Elizabeth looks at Yoshimi, and the two of them have a, a psychic married conversation mm-hmm. that you are not. You a are psychic not, married conversation. Yeah, you you cannot you cannot penetrate the psychic bond mm. of true love between mm-hmm. them but you can roll a persuasion check to get them to let us down here mm-hmm. hospitality has its limits <laughs> yeah sure does huh? oh fucking natty twant. oh yeah okay well fuck natty that. twant all right rolling uh uh give me an impassioned plea with a natty twant in mind um i look up at um elizabeth and yoshimi uh with with big watery eyes and i say um we really really appreciate uh, that you've let us come and and and, and fed us a meal. Um, if we could stay just a little bit longer, just there was a lot of stuff down in the Tidecairn, and we're really tired. And I think we could do a lot better job helping Selny if we had a little time to rest. And then we'll be out of your hair, I promise. Elizabeth nods and says, "Yes. Any friend of Selny's is a friend of ours. There's an attic." Uh, I'll bring down the ladder for you, and you should be all right up there. Thank you so much. And Selny is looking at these wanted posters, and uh, Yoshimi looks down at them too and says, I see there's only four. And Selny nods. Says, yeah. Don't know how that makes me feel, but we'll take it as a boon. All right. Stay inside. Lay low. I'll be back in a bit. Stay safe, Selny. And uh, she... she Actually, she actually heads out through the kitchen. There's a back door through the kitchen. She does not take the front door. I want to ask Yoshimi, is there anything you could do with adamantine or mithril, but you can only have it for one minute? Uh, what does just, that even mean? Just like as a favor I'm from sorry, me to you. Oh, like, I don't know. You got like science stuff going on. I'm just feeling thankful. And I'm about to get all my spell slots back. <laughs> uh, I don't think there's really anything that I can do with that, but... Just a uh, random question, completely unrelated to anything yeah, at all. Yeah. Um, where the fuck did you get those gauntlets? And she points to you, Corbin. Ooh, am I? Oh, oh, these gauntlets. We bought them from some asshole. Yeah, we bought them from this asshole. Can you tell me, like, what does that asshole look like? Is he like picture a literal asshole? Like the whole <laughs> he doesn't ass. look like that. He's blonde. Oh, okay. Well, that answers one unanswerable question about where all of my prototypes went. Dawson uh, stole them from you? Fuck that dude. Do you need us to get them back? 
Uh, well, I mean, you kind of have them right here. Oh, wait, can we keep these ones? We, <laughs> but, like, we need these we ones. We need these though. and we pay money. What if we got <laughs> what if we our killed money Dawson back for you? What if we steal Daniel. from him? Look, 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 I don't. Here's the thing. I'm less mad about the fact. Okay, well, I'm, I'm pretty mad about them being stolen. I'm more mad about the fact that they were unfinished prototypes. What? So leave them downstairs. Um, I just want to tinker with them. I just want to. Oh, absolutely. If I, yes, yes, if yes. I yes. have to have my products out there, I don't want substandard garbage. Do you need me. one minute of mithril? <laughs> that will not help me at all, but thank you. I can get for- you one day of rope. These are very weird, very weird time limits. And I'm going to choose not to ask questions about this because I think the more questions I ask, uh, the less okay I'm going to be with staying you staying in my attic. That's probably true. Yeah. Look, I have a gun, and I put it on the table. Yes, <laughs> you do. Um, and I, um, I reach behind me and I go, and my ass. <laughs> yes. And uh, you see me. Nas says, I'm not going to be sleeping at all while you guys are in my house. So let me just uh, take these on as a little project while you guys get some rest. We'll find a way to pay you back. Please. (laughs) 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 All right. And uh, while you guys are having this discussion, Elizabeth has uh, pulled down like there's one of those like pull strings that pulls down a ladder, like in old houses. And she says, all right, here. And she, she then goes over to a chest, pulls out a bunch of blankets and pillows. All right, you can take those upstairs. So before you guys go up, Mary does go over to Swan Rocks and, and uh, take the blanket away from his head and, and tuck him in nicely and also heal him. She cannot regrow his finger, but she she's able to repair the rest of the damage to him. Cool. Oh. Uh, the physical damage, the psychological damage. Right. Um, but she does lean close to him and uh, she signs, you will survive this. And uh, you, you all sort of feel a wash of that godly assurance in that statement. I want to come over and, and give Mary's hand a squeeze. Mary smiles up at you, like, and, and squeezes your hand and, and then gets back up to her feet and says, let's, let's get some rest. And you guys head up to the attic, which is full of much more scrap and material and all sorts of things. But there's there's plenty of room for you guys to to lay out your nest of blankets and pillows and things. Fran tries to pray to Phelan. All right. Can you give me a religion check? Religion. 19. All right. So you're just praying to him? Yeah. Okay. What do you say? Well, I mean, basically, I mean, the last bit of communication we got from Phelan seemed pretty dire Mm -hmm. so she's basically just like hey I hope you're okay if you can get a message to me I'm listening you see a very just like a split second image and it looks like you must be looking at things from Phelan's perspective you see his mother sitting next to him he's sitting on a floor somewhere and there's a humble but nice meal laid out in front of him. And a tiefling priest smiles and hands him a cup of tea. And then you get another feeling. And it almost feels like concurrent. Like this is happening at the same time. And you are back in that laboratory. Looking at the bone and metal construction happening on this monstrous 
aberration of a dragon. And again, you look, you feel like you must be looking out of Phelan's perspective. And you hear his voice as he says, Isn't it magnificent? Ripley Coo. No doubles. Ripley Coo. <laughs> I quickly stop praying. <laughs> That's upsetting. Um, Do you tell any of this to us? Um, yeah, I sit up in my bedroll and I'm like, you guys, I'm really worried about this weird Phelan situation. Did you see something? I think he has a twin. Another? Wait, say that again. I think he has a twin. As in for me? <laughs> Corbin, this is not the time. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Just... Mary Saints, Orestes isn't technically his twin, I don't think. I'm I don't not want talking, Orestes. I'm not talking about Orestes. It's, like, it's Phelan, I think. Like, I prayed to Phelan, and I I did see what our Phelan was doing, but I also saw whoever else. Do you uh, want me to see if I can get Pavia to show me what's up? Yeah, if you promise not to be weird. <laughs> I mean, I promise I won't be weird, out loud. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good enough. <laughs> Mary Science, that's about as much as we can expect. It's true. All right. All right. Corbin passes out. Give me a wisdom roll. Okay. I got a 21. Okay. So, Corbin, you fall asleep and you open your eyes back up and you are back on the plateau where you raised Mary and you see the rift into the void in front of you and you travel through it and you see what was happening on the other side there as Fran asks Phelan you okay and you see Phelan both nod and also give a mas menos hand gesture at the same time and then you watch as Fran drags Phelan towards this rift and you see the other Phelan stand up and watch as they leave. What the fuck? He was split in two. He's cleft in twain. <laughs> you might you could say. say. He was clopped in half. <laughs> exactly what I was going to fucking say. You understand. I got you. I got you. We're that star up in the sky. We're that mountain peak of Hey, we made it. I need to, um, I need to remember, did, did, Fran, did you withhold any of that information from us initially? No, I did not. Okay, so we knew that You, you knew that Phelan, something was, was like, up with him. Something was up. Has the eight right, hours right. of sleep passed? Yeah, by the time Corbin wakes up, it is eight hours. Okay, okay. How do you awaken? Um, Give me a little like audio sample. Silent. Oh. <laughs> yes, like the grave, Corbin rises uh, with his arms crossed out of his bed nest, mm. and he <laughs> to, to his feet, all the way to his feet, <laughs> all the way to his feet. Yes, <laughs> like a vampire. And he turns and he squats next to his two beautiful friends. I, I'm imagining that oh, we're God. all kind of like laying in a circle mm -hmm. with we're our heads at the center. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and so Corbin gets into the center and he and he touches everyone's foreheads 
in rapid succession uh-huh. consistently. Uh-huh. And Mary, Mary like grabs your hand. <laughs> uh, well, with his other hand, he continues to touch yeah, back and forth. Uh-huh. Slight grabs your other hand. Uh, he touches Fran's forehead with his forehead, and he says, um, <laughs> ah! and he says, Phelan has been clopped in half. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? What does Go that back? even mean? Go He's back to two bed. people now. There's, <laughs> there's two of him. I think you left one of them in the void. Oh. Yeah. So you brought the good Phelan back. You remember when you said he might be a little bit evil now? Oh. Nope, all good. But also there is a second, my Phelan, a secondary Phelan that is all bad. Um, let's come back. Let's circle back to um, whose Phelan he is. But um, <laughs> that's that does... Makes sense, I guess. That Phelan is here. Uh, Doing evil bidding on the internet? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Why would would going into the void create a second Phelan? We don't have a second Mary. Do we have a second Mary? Mary uh, Mary sits up as as she's caught, like, this information, the first thing that she is hearing upon waking, and she sits up thinking about this, and she signs, being in the void, makes gods monsters. I mean, he, he I think he said something about it tearing him apart, but I didn't think he meant literally. Literally. She she nods and she signs, I guess that makes sense as a manifestation. He's oh. now always betraying himself. Cool, 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 cool. And she lays back down <laughs> as she signs. As she continues to sign, just cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Wait, which... Oh, I get it. So, like, the evil Phelan is now constantly betraying the good Phelan of what the good Phelan wants. Yo, he's going to try to kill you, Fran. <laughs> what if... How we, oh, God. What if... What if he's into me? Yeah, well... He probably is. He probably this is, is. Oh, the intrigue. <laughs> this is crazy. He Fran, what to, the fuck? Fran, he wants to kill you, but, like, in a sexy way. In a... Oh, in a sensual way. Yeah. Mary, Mary, you guys. Mary rolls over. Fran so has that. her mouth like wide open and she's like smiling, but Corbin, she also looks horrified Corbin at the same is also time. excited for Fran. <laughs> Mary, Mary rolls over so that Fran can't see her hands and signs to, to Slake and Corbin. Fran absolutely cannot handle dating two boys at once. We have to protect her from herself. Yeah, we can't. I think more like we have to protect evil Phelan from Fran. <laughs> Honestly, that might be for the best. Why? <laughs> Boy. It's my birthday. Come it's on. It's not your birthday, Fran. It's not your birthday. Actually, It wait. feels like it. <laughs> He's probably doing war crimes right now. Yeah, but like sexy war crimes. No, Corbin, no. a war crime or two. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Mary Science, technically, good Phelan has also done war crimes. Though I suppose she, you she could make up, an argument. She sits up and points at, at Corbin. There is an argument that all of the bad things Phelan has ever done are now, we can now blame on evil Phelan. Yeah, it's true. This makes your relationship a lot less complicated. It does. Is that a good thing? Evil Phelan would want you to blame him. Actually, evil Phelan probably would want you to blame good Phelan for the... Oh my this god, I'm like, so confused. But really good confusing. Phelan would probably also want me to blame good Phelan. Well, oh my god. Oh, yeah, because he's a masochist. I blame bad Phelan for this. <laughs> So, um... <laughs> I 
need to go pray. <laughs> wait, friend, wait, friend. If you pray, they'll both know. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah. Fuck. You can't pray to Phelan anymore. But no! I wonder if we can have, find a way to, to join them again. Stick them back together. Yeah. Put How? both Phelans in the same Phelan. I don't want to be like, this is sexy, but... I'll keep my opinion to myself. <laughs> Slake just looks at you, Corbin, like, what the fuck are you even saying? Fran also looks like Corbin, but she's kind of like, yeah. <laughs> Here's what's getting me, right? How are we going to know which Phelan is good Phelan and which Phelan is evil Phelan? And don't tell me that we'll know because one of them's doing good things and one of them's doing bad things because we can't know the motivations. Whoa. Good Phelan is here. Or, I'm sorry. Bad Phelan is here. You're already confused. I know. I am. <laughs> no, bad Phelan is here. Yeah. Good Phelan is is taking With care of his mom because he's a good he's a but, good child. But what if what if bad Phelan is taking care of Phelan's mom and he's playing the long game and good Phelan has to be down there here because his dad said so or something. Good Phelan wouldn't have to do anything his dad says anymore. Good Phelan would probably try to kill Torva before coming down here. Okay. I mean, you know, we we turned him good once. Well, it's a good thing Fran has a gun. <laughs> <laughs> God, I can't believe Phelan got clapped in half. <laughs> Every damn time! <laughs> he got this fucking happen? clapped in half, dude. Never fall in love with a boy. He'll just get clopped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to fall in love with the other half of that clop, dude. Oh, clop man. him up. Fran's already in love with the other half of the clop, though. He's probably, like, fully Intrigue. evil and yandere. Oh, yes. Oh, fuck yes. I Even love better. this other clop. <laughs> I hate, I hate that you're calling him a clop. Phelan's clop. Not his clone, his clop. His clop. And now you're going to have to leave this in so that you can explain why you guys keep referring to him as a clop. It's bonus content, It's Pat. a bonus. No, it's not. Because it's you're going to, you're not, it's not bonus content because yeah. you're going to say this in There's character. no way we, we don't meet call this. Him a clop. There's no. no way we don't meet this Phelan and not say, oh my God, it's the clop. <laughs> There's no way. There's so no all way. This, all this has to go into the podcast but we've now. we ruined the dramatic <laughs> moment. Yeah, well, you should have thought of that before you clopped yourselves in half. <laughs> we clopped that dramatic moment. Maybe, maybe you should have thought of that before you clopped Phelan in yeah, half. Yeah. I have no regrets about my clopping. <laughs> well, well, you know, you clop, oh, you, you clop, clop hard, some, die young. You clop hard, you die young. You clop some, you, you, you clip you some. You clip some. <laughs> Clop once if you can hear me. <laughs> All of this is in the podcast. This is 15 minutes of our podcast. Our Everyone's going to be like, our podcast is about clopping. Everyone's going to be so mad. They're going to be like, there's, there's no dramatic... I have a solution. We just publish a second episode and it's just the 15 minute clopping conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oops, all clops. Oops, <laughs> oops all clops. <laughs> 
if it's a My Little Pony fandom finds this, I'm going to be in a rage. <laughs>